Okay, let's do the theme song. Okay, okay, okay. Bum 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 Everybody, welcome back to yet another week of Fee-Fi-Fo-Chums. I'm Zach. I'm Paul. And we're here like we are every week for you guys. Mm. Haven't missed one yet. We're, we're, mm. we're really tracking this one. Collect them all. Collect There's a secret em. message. Buried. If you play them all back to back. Yeah, it's reversed. basically that, that Flaming Lips album. Quad, or the, quadrophony? Uh, quad, quadrophony? Yeah. You play four albums at once and like one song emerges. Oh. Quadrophenia, whatever. We did that. So That's very clever of yeah. them. But it's I over the remember, course of a hundred weeks. So it was also the the I am the walrus thing at the end where you're like Paul's where supposedly Paul McCartney is admitting he's dead, or the fake Paul McCartney is admitting he's dead. Oh or yeah, yeah. John Lennon Clone saying Paul. he killed Paul. I don't remember which one. Yeah, you have to play it backwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember hearing it because I remember in seventh grade, my performing arts teacher was like, <laughs> f- a f- like you know, just a burnt out, like beautiful hippie woman, and she's yeah. just like, here is how they replaced Paul McCartney. Like she fully believed. Oh God. In the because rep- that was the that was the whole conspiracy theory that the Beatles themselves made happen was the idea that Paul McCartney <laughs> died and they replaced him with a lookalike. And I remember, they, yeah, the, the clues included yeah. uh, the barefoot crossing yep. the street. I was like, well, obviously he's dead because he has no shoes on. Exactly. And then in, in I Am the Walrus, suppose, that was like the play it backwards. And like, yeah. I think maybe John Lennon or Ringo's like, I killed Paul. And no, it's, like, it's just Paul is dead. Or Paul is dead. That's what yeah, it was. Yeah, like over and over and over again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So good old Beatles. I like spooky stuff. That's like spooky yeah. stuff that makes me happy. It's spooky season. It's Paul. Spook- hey, I'm gonna go as far as to say it is spooky season. Spooky. I like. That's when you're scared season. shitless. I when's think, the, la- what's I the last movie that scared you shitless? Oh wow, the last movie that actually scared me. So, um, I was gonna watch. This is years ago. Maybe like tenish. I don't know. Fiveish. I don't know. Time construct. Yeah. Uh, um, I was gonna watch some sort of exorcism type movie and i looked into it and everyone was like this movie's a piece of shit instead look up this thing called sinister and i've always i've had... heard of sinister i've never seen yeah it. so here here's quick little thing the word sinister you know means evil it comes from the latin word sinestrum which means left because they used to think people who were left-handed were evil because it's the path of the devil, blah, blah, blah. So anyway, I've always had a thing, because I'm left-handed. I always had a thing, and I'm like, okay, it's called Sinister. I knew nothing about it. And I'm like, let's watch it. So um, I watched it alone at night with headphones on. Zach, there were moments in this movie I was so scared, I was laughing uncontrollably oh. at how terrified I was. That's there the were moments. Scary. It was... Oh. I was like just giggling at how terrifying it was. Um, <laughs> I love so, yeah, that thing. The, that's, the, the, that's the last one that has like, like, put me down for a minute. 
There was a movie, um, and I'm looking it up now because, of course, I cannot think of it off the top of my head, with Joel Edgerton, and it was like an apocalypse suspense movie that was called, as I scroll, um, you know what? I I think it was, it It Comes at Night? I think it was It Comes at Night. It It was It Comes at Night. It was freaky. It was basically an end of the world uh, apocalypse sort of situation where um, they never describe what happens or what the creatures are or anything like that. It's kind of like a quiet place where all of a sudden they're like, we got to fucking go. There's a monster fucking killing us. Yeah, yeah. And they go to like somebody's cabin. I think it was like his grandfather's cabin or something. And they lock down. And then... um, slowly you've like people it's just people trying to break into the cabin all night but like the way they did it was so like i i am six foot six three bills you know (laughs) strong guy i'm still terrified like that someone's gonna come into my house at night that's always been like my big thing is like the fear of my list Oh, it was, and it was, here's the thing, not rated well. People hated this movie, but it made me feel super, like, like people were not it, but it made me feel like super fucking nervous. It comes at night. It comes at night. Okay, cool. And I love that type of stuff. And the whole thing was basically like they meet up with another family, Mm -hmm. um, and it's the do we let them live with us and they kind of like let them live with them and then kind of quarantined them and then like yeah. other people tried to come and they're like i guess we have to kill these other people it's fucking it's just so like it's that, that kind of stuff doing sca- bad things to people right like the strangers or the others not like that no 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 there the is purge. a un kind of unknown paranormal okay. like terror slash it's not like zombies or a disease. You don't. They never really make it clear what that's it okay. is, as and that's what's terrifying. Th- that's but excellent. what scares yeah. me is because, and the reason it scares me is like it's the decisions they were like forced to make with each other in order yeah, to survive. Yeah. That kind of end of the world. Yeah. I'm. Oh, it was so good. And then because what what scares me always mm-hmm. is people. I am not yes. afraid of ghost yeah, yeah. stories. I am not afraid of demon stuff. Yeah. I am not afraid of the supernatural. It just is people when people deciding to be uh, evil. You ever seen like you mentioned games? the strangers just coming yeah. in like I'm going to fucking torture you. I'm like that's yeah. horrifying. And the, the whole point when they do finally is like someone is like why are you doing this? It's like cuz you were home. Oh. Fuck off. Yeah. That's why uh, again, there's going a new from one from New that... York to living in like a place where it's like this is a house where only one family lives. Oh yeah. It's like I'm never going to answer my door once the sun I is used down. To, Fuck you. <laughs> I used to have a hardcore rule and uh-huh. actually work with the house that we bought and ended up working out that I told my wife what. Now she's from rural Georgia. You can you so couldn't doors hear a unlocked. single fucking Not only doors unlocked, you know, the, leave the garage open all the time for some sure. reason. Sure. But like nothing's within screaming distance of another house. Like, and that was <laughs> no one could so, hear you. Yeah, oh, that's you could horrifying. decimate a household. And I used to have a hardcore rule where yeah. I was like, if you cannot hear me scream from the street while I'm in my house, it's a yeah. fucking no go. I'm not moving in there. That is a death trap. I am gonna be murdered in it. There's no possible chance. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Whole new set of fears. Yeah. The scariest thing in New York is like, is someone going to push me in front of a subway train? Yeah. But there was an anonymity to being like on the fourth floor 
of a mm-hmm. building among a million buildings and this apartment on the fourth floor. It's like somebody would have to be like looking for me. Like who's going to randomly go to this apartment, my floor, my door. But out here it's like. There's a dude. And because uh, now here people can like target you more. That's the yeah. thing about a big yeah. city is the anonymity yeah. where like I just no, saw like, that's, a, that's the house where that tall guy lives. Oh, I just saw a clip Jesus. for a new movie with um, Russell Crowe is in his I'm scary phase. And he is. He is he's a scary. scary. He was scary. Do you ever see Man with the Iron Fists? No. Where he played he played Mr. Knife, but you can call me Jack. And he was no. hilarious, but he was like a deranged, like kind of like a samurai, like a drunken kind of knife wielding samurai. Oh no, but it's I a have fun to, movie, man. but he's great in it. Yeah. He can get really scary. And there was a movie oh, yeah. uh I saw a clip of a movie that I think just came out recently. Don't know the mm-hmm. name of it. Um, where basically a woman and her child cut him off and honked at him in traffic. And he like pulled up alongside there and he's just oh, yeah. like, I think what you meant to do was a friendly honk, like that little burp burp. Like when you hold down the thing, yeah. it means it's for and then two the lady, little, yeah. Oh, and then the lady's like, no, fuck off. And the kid's like, mom. And he goes, okay, I understand I may have cut you off and, I'm, and I apologize for that. Um, you know, want to get off on the right foot, like on the right foot. And she's yeah. like, okay, fine, whatever, go away. And he goes, now, if you could just apologize back to me, we can go on our merry way. Yeah. And then she's just like, I'm not fucking doing that. And the look in Russell Crowe's eye where I was, I'm like, <laughs> listen, I know nothing about this movie other than the fact that he is going to be in your bedroom tonight. With yeah. Fucking... He's going to eat your child. Oh, He's going to eat your is. child. Yeah. Oh, and I was Again, like, it's, it's stuff like that. Yeah. Like like the Hitcher, the original Hitcher with Dolph yeah. Lundgren. Oh, I think that anything with people. That's fucking yeah. Scary. Just people being bad. Yeah. People yeah, are so, we, so bad. People, people are bad. Are yeah. But so, so fucking worse. So we don't like those. So what we watched recently, oh. um, we watched uh, M3GAN, which I think some people call Megan. And we watched oh, Renfield. Oh, yes, yes, yes. So like all Renfield. we knew of Megan, Renfield was amazing. So Renfield fun. was fantastic. If you like oh. Nicholas Holt or Nicholas Cage, go see Renfield. You don't need to know anything about it except it is fucking great. It was Aquafina's just fantastic in it. Yeah. Um, the so oh fucking Ben Schwartz. Oh, oh yeah. My oh my god. I, yeah, it just keeps getting better. Yeah. It's it's Nicolas Cage yeah. is also in his I don't give a fuck stage of his career and it's and so he's fun. Nailing it. He's oh. doing so well now that it's like, yeah. Did you he's see had the movie, a run of Did you see the movie Pig with him? No. I that's it is on not, our list though. So it's not a horror film. It fucking looks like one you with a the, name they, like Pig. Yeah. They they basically what happened was um he was a famous chef who left the, the 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 cooking world and started and got a truffle pig and now he like finds prize winning truffles and sells them to Michelin star restaurants. Um, anyway, okay. somebody fucking kidnaps his pig, beats him up, and kidnaps his pig. So it makes it seem like this so is it's John, a little Wick, John Wick, <laughs> but there's a pig involved. It's what you That's think, exactly, the, yeah. It's what you think the movie is, and it's fucking not. It is the saddest. Like it's such a sad little indie movie about this man's pig getting stolen. I've heard like, good oh. stuff about that. I Did like you that. see uh, uh, the the unbearable weight of talent. Oh no, the one, the with, one Pedro with him Pascal? and Pedro Pascal. It's, I, I thought it was it was like ninety five percent perfect, but yeah, <sighs> I like that he's Again, just well, he's in his like meta he's doing stage. The Bill where he's Murray, like, yeah, he's like, like I am me. I'm gonna yeah. come, with, with the exception of Dracula, he was very deep into being. It was, oh, I love him. Oh, he was anyway. fantastic as Dracula. 
He was he so good. He did such a good, like, he was chewing the scenery, but in, like, <sighs> no pun intended, but in, like, a good way. Yeah. yeah. So that was a lot of fun. Um, I was a big, I was a big fan. Uh, let's move on to some. No, no, not yet. I was going to say we we're going to, I've heard so many, like, fun little things about Megan. It's Our fun. Our mutual friend I'll Karen Bray loves that movie. Loves yeah, it. I could see her digging that. It's fun. I'll say I, it's fun. I was not into so my thing was I hated Chucky. Chucky freaked me out as a little kid, and this is this is less uh, honestly. This feels more like okay. It was fun, but it's a little derivative. If you've yeah. seen Child's Play, if you've seen there's I feel like a lot of episodes of Black Mirror. Oh, the yeah. idea of this better. Yeah, I um, have no. It, it's a good thing. Yeah. My whole thing with Chucky was like I. I saw it way too young. I was like, "Oh yeah." I went. I slept over a friend's house in elementary school who had like the dad that was, you know, you know when you go to a the kid's cool house, dad. Watch whatever you want. <laughs> well, not that. It's like you're in elementary school and you get there and you remember your middle-aged parents and you're eight years old and then you walk in a house and you like look at this kid's parents and you're like. They're 24 years old. These yeah. Really, yeah, they yeah, had yeah. him when he was. They had this guy when he was yeah. 15. You were like, an accident, weren't you, this buddy? This is yeah. clearly. <laughs> these are clearly just like a little older than children, and like yeah. he's like, "You're eight. You want to watch Child's Play with us?" And I'm like, "Sure." Oh, yeah. Too young the to word watch "child" that. is in the yeah. So okay, yeah. real quick, w- was that the movie that like ruined you as a kid? No, Puppet Master. Puppet that was Master. the one that really fucked me up. For me, Master. it was uh, the Gate. The Gate. I don't think I know the Gate. Little baby Steven Dorf. They basically opened the gate to hell. But the thing about that movie, there's that moment. And in a lot of my favorite horror movies where like mm, two thirds of the way through the movie, you think everything is okay before it gets much, much worse. Like they thought they closed, like the gate to hell cracked open and then they thought they closed it, but they ended up opening it. And it just... Ooh, I yeah. love like false ending movies when they're yeah. like everything's Check out fine. The it might and you're kind of like this is a qu-. and you're sitting in the theater you're like, it's like oh pretty this quick is like movie minutes yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh god it's much worse yeah exactly it oh, might have lost its edge because it was like height of the height of the eighties yeah. but there's still some genuinely unsettling shit in it so I'd I say check that. out the gate uh, I will and yeah. now I'll check out the news it's yeah. time for nudes Psst. what it's news oh. Oh, um, so today we're gonna do a quick news section. Um, first off, this isn't this isn't the biggest piece of news, but it made me think of something and it annoyed the shit out of me, and I don't know why. <laughs> um, in a recent interview, Gwyneth Paltrow, uh, she was doing the seventy three ah. questions with Vogue. Um, you ever seen those segments where it's rapid fire ah. questions as? Vogue magazine does it. It's a video, and it's while they like walk through the person's house, so you kind of get a house tour, uh, and I've seen you clips get of that with like Jennifer Lawrence. It's like yeah, yeah. usually famous women. It's really usually. Yeah, I, yeah. I, the only guy I've seen do it was Michael B. Jordan. I'm sure more have, but yes, gotcha. it's usually famous women. Like I saw Ashley yeah. Graham's, and I saw Michael B. Jordan's, and I saw okay. like Selena Gomez and all that, and gotcha. like I think each one of the Kardashians separately did it. Um, but it's, it's fun. Them. It's very fun. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. 73 they're questions. just like us. Rapid fire. Yeah. But you could also tell that it's fucking rehearsed as shit. Oh, of course. These because they have to. Yeah. They have the perfect loop. Everything is timed perfectly. They go straight through their house in the most perfect way. Anyway, sure. so Gwyneth, it's still very enjoyable because they have to get 73 questions done on a five-minute video. It's like, why 73? So have they ever said why it's 73? That's so I'm specific. I'm 
positive they have. I'm okay. not enough of a culturista <laughs> to know why. I'm sure. I'm fucking sure, sure I've said that. Yeah, anyway, Gwyneth Paltrow was doing it, and in one of her questions, um, they're going outside through her garden, and the interviewer is like, is that an Academy Award? And you look down, and the Academy Award is like propping open a door to like the garden, and Gwyneth mm. Paltrow is like, yeah. It's the perfect doorstop. And it just fucking infuriates me for some wow. reason. Because here's the thing. It was obviously a joke. Sure. I don't think Gwyneth Paltrow uses her Academy Award as a doorstop. The fact that I believe she could is what <laughs> drives me nuts. Yeah. Because <laughs> I have this thing with uh, peak awards. There are people. Peak, what is a peak award? Like, like an an, an all time a, a highest of the high level like oh is, Grammy, the highest Tony, thing you can Grammys, gotcha, Tonys, gotcha. Oscar, the Oscars, yeah. um, Michelin stars, uh, yeah, like Hollywood Walk Hugo of Fame award. stars, sure, Hugo's, sure. Pulitzers, any of those top fucking prizes. Yeah, I um, it drives me nuts when people don't respect them, and the only reason mm. is because. I feel like that's when you've gotten to the point where you've totally lost touch. I understand yeah. it's a silly little award that we give for silly things, and there's a lot of politics involved, and maybe it's not that great. Sure. But you got someone like like you and I. I moved to New York City. Multi-Oscar winners. Multi-Oscar winners, exactly. <laughs> I moved to New York City to become an actor. The Academy Award represents to people who are going for that the yeah. the absolute the pinnacle. pinnacle yeah so when people this is get my them life's and achievement like, yeah and people get them and they're like i don't give a fuck about this i have so many oh. i put them in my toilet to remind me yeah it drives me nuts so her There's just something being disingenuous about it like it's I so distant yeah yeah celebrities they are different from us they yeah. live in a world where like they are expected in a way, they're expected to perform for people at all times. So if they're seen somewhere in public, oh, I'm going to get a picture with you, whether or not you like it, you know. And on the other side of that, they don't owe us anything, but they kind of do because we kind of pay their salaries. They would not be where they are without us. It, it, it is confusing. It is confusing. Yeah. But when they behave like that, it really does just kind of make me like, do you know how fucking lucky you are? To be a successful actor, let alone one of like the most, uh, the high, what, or it, the highest paid, yeah, actress. The well, like, she her probably rate, was like three million dollars. I think she was the highest paid at one point, definitely. Yeah, like it was. I mean, back in I remember that even just to do Pepper Potts, the reason one of the reasons, yeah, the reason she was she in Spider Man for for two and a half minutes because it's like, how much do you want to be uh, in this? She wanted a crazy amount. We'll of get money. you for a day. What's so it can was? I ask you, what did she get an an Oscar for? Shakespeare in Love. Remember that Suck movie? Nineteen ninety nine. Yeah, yeah, she no, was the lead I in Shakespeare in Love. It was great. It was a good movie. <sighs> that was, but that was still when, like, she was, she was, she was still very famous. But she was, yeah. she was newer on the scene. She, the first, yeah. So I mean, she's also who are her parents? Isn't she like a big old, oh, she's like Hollywood baby. royalty, nepo baby I person? I'd be astonished yeah. if she wasn't. But so I here's forget. the thing. I I, had, I was watching. Um, I had a hankering to watch some Paul Thomas Anderson movies. Uh -huh. um, there will be blood. Uh, you know, Magnolia. Um, I still haven't seen Phantom Thread. 
And I went back. I thought his first film was Magnolia. It is not. The first feature he made was called Hard Eight. And it stars Samuel L. Jackson, John C. Riley, Gwyneth Paltrow, and, oh, God, Philip Baker, the library, the library policeman from Seinfeld who died recently, who has an incredible voice. He was the game show host in Magnolia. Okay. Yeah. So, anyway. Oh. I go back and I watch it. Yeah. yeah. You know who he is. Yeah, I just yeah, can't yeah, remember yeah. his fucking... It's like Philip Blackman or something. Yeah. Um, so, that movie feels like a third... Of a, of a PTA. It feels like a third of a Paul Thomas Anderson movie because it's just missing two more stories. But in this film, I'm not going to give anything away, Gwyneth Paltrow plays a prostitute. Okay. I cannot stretch my, un, my disbelief far enough to think that Gwyneth Paltrow, or let me put it this way, I believe she could be a prostitute charging a billion dollars for intercourse like that's the thing even back then because this is like mid 90s i would look at her and be like there is no way you would sully yourself like i could not believe her as a prostitute yeah i i I could sooner believe michael chiklis as a rock monster in the fantastic four movie then I, I mean, can he is almost a rock monster. That's for that's, sure. Yeah, that was actually a bad example. But, but like, then they pick, have, you know, pick pick yeah. an actor that's like, wow, he really did a great job with that. Gwyneth Paltrow being like, I charge one hundred dollars a night, and it's like, no, you don't. Well, that no, was the don't. same in uh, it, with Julia Roberts in Pretty Woman. In Pretty Woman, yeah, like, right. <laughs> you're not right. a prostitute. Yeah, no, I don't think you are. <laughs> um, but yeah, but, so that was my problem with Gwyneth Paltrow, and I feel like I thought she did a great job as Pepper Potts. She was great. But then you no, find she, out she that was a great she act. Wants She's become two million more... dollars a day. Yeah, she wants just a, to a show up, and it's like. But that's the thing. About it, that. You get yeah. you get so out of touch. I mean, it was the same that's, with. Yeah. Um, there's a chef, uh, um, uh, Pierre. Let me remember his name. I've opened up too many things about <laughs> uh, melon heads and shit. Um, I think it's Pierre White. Uh, he was the. He was. Be the, honest. You had those tabs open. You always have the tabs on melon heads just oh open. Oh my god! I just. Want, and you have I a just... wall with like string. And, and it is and Pierre White and cards. Uh, Pierre, Pierre White, White okay. was a, a chef. He was a, a you know huge one. So many, so many um, Michelin stars that at one point uh, he started giving them back because he's like these mean nothing to me anymore. And it's like Man, I you what a annoy slap me in the face so even, fucking much. Not even especially when someone like, wants to give you an award. When someone's yeah. like, "I want to celebrate you because your work means so much and you've changed yeah. things," and he's like, "That means nothing to me." You're like, you know what that Ugh. is? Giving back the award, refusing the award. That is what you do in a movie when you're trying to like establish a character doesn't give a shit. Like in Scrooge yeah. and in Iron Man, when he 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 just like they both just like Bill Murray leaves his in a cab. And Robert Downey Jr. gives his to the guy at Caesars. It's yeah. kind of like just part of the character portrait. Like, oh, okay, none of this means anything to you. Yeah. Do you it, it in real it's, life? It's such a slap in the face. Drives me to nuts. like, yeah. Let's yeah, do stay some tuned. questions, Paul. <laughs> Ask us questions. We know a lot of things. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Oh my God, Paul. We had our very first. Email question, guys. We have an email address as well. We do. Uh, We're not going to tell you what it is, though. It's fee5fochums at gmail.com. I will check it once a month or so. So I don't (laughs) actually know when he sent this, but I got a nice little email. Hi, all. 
My name is Bryce, and I am from Chattanooga, Tennessee, and I was directed to your podcast through Zach's Instagram, and it is now a must-listen. I do have questions for both of you. As a smaller guy, 5'7 here, there is always the question of if you could make anything bigger on your body. So since you fellas are taller and girthier, is that the right word? Yes, it is. Uh, Is there anything on your body that you wish you could make smaller? Again, I love the show. Thank you so much for putting it out every week. Podcasts are a lot of work. That's right. Uh, have a great week. Thank you, Bryce Lee Wynn. Thank you, Bryce, for that question. Um, so, Paul, yeah. you can make anything on your body smaller. That's always I'm, that's a it's a, it's funny. It's a touchy subject uh, for bigger guys. Actually, yeah. I mean, here's the thing. So, I actually um, I just got a T-shirt from one of my my favorite creators, Homo Cats. I don't remember mm-hmm. his. I think. Jay, I believe is his name, but he has a company called Homo Cats, which is uh, their most recent shirt is uh, Kittens Love Drag. They had a uh, Kittens Against Trump. They had a, you know, it's sort of like soft political, you know, Okay. rather than fuck Trump. It's like a Kittens Against Trump kind of thing. Um, so I got kittens this shirt. Fans. Yeah, exactly. So it was a, it was triple XL. Mm-hmm. You may be gilded. I'm not sure. And I put it on. And somehow, still kind of tight in the belly, super mm. baggy under the arms, mm-hmm. and like just like. And Christina was like, "You should size down." And I was like, and, "And then like, and then part of it fit, and then like my shoulders, it fit good." So yeah. the thing is, good shoulders, too big in the armpits, little too tight in the belly. If I size down, the little too tight in the belly is going to turn super tight. The shoulders yeah. are going to be tight, and then the armpits are going to be good. So. I guess I would just lose whatever it would take to just, hey, that's just proportionalize. The whole shirt looks good. (sighs) It's not like shoulders are great. Your shoulders look amazing. The rest of you looks like a sausage bursting through its casing or you look like you're going through chemotherapy. uh, Well, I can tell you your shoulders. Those look great. You know, I can tell you that what you need to do as someone who did this whole fucking thing for years. Yeah. Yeah. Is just get better T-shirts. It it is so. I Damn know it, it sucks. That's the problem. I know. Ah. But the thing is, all the cool graphic designers use yeah. blanks, and blanks yeah. suck. That's yeah, the yeah, problem. They do. Blanks, they they're, they're, they're gilded or they're hefty or they're whatever. <sighs> and they're not good. They are um they're 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 not scaled correctly because that's the yeah. thing they do not do fit models for bigger bodies sure. they just scale them up numerically as if they've never seen a person <laughs> Yeah, over yeah. 150 pounds in their <laughs> fucking life. It's like it's a goddamn mystery of like, oh, yeah. how do people grow? Fuck it, you just you tape two people together, right? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Get a shirt that can fit two people. Two we'll people. Call it triple XL. Yeah. Whatever you do, keep the neck the same size as you would for anything yeah. else. Though. I, I want, want your choke neck to be fatties. really <laughs> uncomfortable, but I want everybody to oh. see. When they lift their arms up, I want most of their belly to be exposed. Oh, it's the fucking worst. So, it's yeah, I mean, that's really yeah. what it is, is, is there's <laughs> There's better T-shirt brands that, but yeah. what sucks is because I run into the same Bands thing. Like and artists, I go to concerts, yeah, getting I, these blanks. Yeah, no, exactly. They're not going <sighs> to spend. And so, so I mean, that's also me trying to cheer. But also, I fucking get it because if I, yeah, also I'm like, as much as I've learned to celebrate my body and my size, sure, and it took me years to do it. I still would fucking love yeah to be a person who can go oh that looks like a good shirt 
I will purchase it now and wear yeah. it upon my body. And people will go, ooh, nice T-shirt. <laughs> like, yeah. and, I went and thrifting. I, I won't look like part of a toddler. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I went <laughs> thrifting the other day um, with with my buddy Danny. And we- Is this where you got that dragon shirt? That you no, have, like, well, no that one was that one was that's a different a plus one. that was that yeah. one actually it fits horribly but it looks great <laughs> because, well because well, yeah, clothes from 10 20 30 40 years ago there weren't monsters 10, what 20, i've 30, learned 40 years is ago, styling tricks from my thing to make it Ooh. fit better and Ooh, make it okay. feel better so because yeah. i know how to style it it being a terrible fit is a little better nice um, okay Tuck it in, roll up the sleeves. That's all you guys got to do. <laughs> That's free. I have advice. never in my life intentionally tucked in a shirt. You tucked so in a T-shirt. We're getting to that age where we can do it. That's the yeah. thing. And but I don't want to. It's it I only think. works for certain things. I don't want to yeah. either. It only works for certain shirts. Yeah. Um. But no. Yeah. I. If there's there's always gonna be that part of my mind that wishes my body was a more uniform shape. Just and proportionate. Yeah, I would love for my. my I mean, smaller, if we want to get really talking, Bryce, um, yeah, I've always had a thing with my man boobs. I would fucking love for those to go away. Even yeah. after learning to love them in a way, I know that my life would feel objectionably easier without them, and yeah. I don't have to make. Just put I don't want a shirt. Ha- I'm tired of making a <sighs> conscious effort to love myself. I would love to just be like, yeah, f- f- uh, what? What are you talking? My chest. What, yeah. what could possibly be different? Like, I could just put on, yeah, I could just wear this shirt. But you, no matter also, how you wear yeah. blank shirts, not not blanks, but you just you'll just put on like a green T-shirt, right? Yes, and that, but it's see, because, I own nothing the without only reason, a logo. Nothing uh, that is not a band shirt, a game shirt, some sort of reference, either from Redbubble. Yeah. Neither did I until I got correct until I found out I could buy t-shirts sizes. that feel good where I'm like you you stop caring what's on the shirt too. You're just like, <sighs> "Oh cool. This fucking fits. This is great. I'm going to get you a one bone t-shirt one day just because I'll try it. And the it thing is, is I'll be furious I'm like, "God damn it, this fits, but it's just blue." Fuck. I don't know exactly. <laughs> They'll do, no, they have some tie-dyes and stuff. So it's a little different. They don't have anything with a low they Zach, check this I out. I can wear anything color wise i can wear i can make any color fucking you're work. a spring summer fall winter baby <laughs> but not tie-dye really? i have one i bought a uh they might be giants put out like kind of a joke shirt that said like yeah. love peace and tie-dye and then they might be giants i'm like yeah let's just get it and i put it on and i was like and christina astonished was like that is the only shirt that I have not seen, aside, like, not size-wise, color-wise, is like, yeah. that's the only shirt I have seen you gotta objectively go in, not work on you. You gotta, you gotta go in with a more muted one. They have a lot, they have, like, uh, monochrome like tie-dyes is really okay. what you gotta go with. But I'll try we'll anything. See. We'll see so, what yeah. happens, you know. Uh, so, yeah, Bryce, we are wildly insecure. Thank you so much. Oh, yes. <laughs> Thanks. But, no, but I do appreciate, uh, no, we really do appreciate the question, because it is a thing. I'm like, yeah, I'd shrink my boobs and belly. If I if I say anything else, it's a fucking lie. Like, yeah. I would totally Yeah, because also, like, we're both proportionate. Like, oh, I don't yeah. want smaller feet, because then it'll be like, no. wait, wait, you're six foot eight, but you're wearing a size 12? Part like, of me wants my head to be t- a little smaller. I can't wear hats, and I would love to wear hats. Oh. But my thing is, I'm worried I'd look freakish. Like, yeah. Because, because like, we, we've all known tall guys who were, like, yeah. all legs or all torso yeah, yeah, or yeah, all yeah. arms. And it's like, I'm fine with all those like proportions. You dig graves, like, not know. as a career. There's something about it that just, it feels a little off. Mm-hmm. 
All right. Mm. Uh, let's go really quick. We're going to do two very fast ones because we are not good at staying under time. Excellent. Um, Madtown Billy asks, do you have any fall slash autumn tra- uh, traditions? I wrote auditions. He said traditions. <laughs> do you have any fall slash autumn traditions that you have pumped to get yourself good for the end of the year? Eh, you're feeling folly. You're feeling folly. You're feeling the weather's getting crisp. What's a nice yeah, little yeah. fall activity you always get excited for, Paul? Um, I prefer, you know, like spoopy movies, having like a month or so of spoopy movies and hoodie weather. I love hoodie weather. I love when I'm finally cold enough. No, no. Yeah. When Mm. you're finally able to, when when all of a sudden you go, oh my God, not only am I not sweating, I'm a little chilly. Pop that hoodie on. The zip up hoodies. I don't like to have to pull them on, pull them off. I like, I can zip it, unzip it, take it off, roll it up. Zippy hoodies. I love, I love hoodie weather so much. For me, it's, I mean, it's basically the same thing. It's just the the colder weather, I get excited. I love some spoopy movies. Um, I love, I love fires. I love, for a lot of people, like campfires and having like bonfires and stuff, that's a very like, they think of like summer and bonfires on the beach and all that. It's too hot. I'm already hot and now you're putting a big ass fire. And you're sitting Uh me next to a small sun. Why? Not a chance. Why? I, when it gets cold though, and it's nice and crisp at night, I love a little fire and sitting down and like warmed. The the front half of you gets warm, but you like your your back and your butt are still like kind of chilly. I love that feeling. I love I love that, and I'm also a big hiker. um, But when I hike in the summer, I often feel like I'm gonna die. So I love hiking in the fall. I just love the crispiness. So it just takes that the sweat is sometimes the determining factor between I'm enjoying myself and I am actually I feel like I'm dying. Ooh, so, yeah. and high fantasy movies. Oh, that's a big fall tradition. In the for fall, me. interesting. Fucking, okay. it's something I get really Lord of the Ringsy in the fall, where I, like <laughs> I, I just that. I, I want to watch all the original Lord of the Rings trilogy, and yeah. then I want to or not a the Peter Jackson Lord of the Rings, not the original. Yeah. I mean, I do like the cartoon. The cartoon's freaky yeah, as fuck. Seven, oh, it's freaky as shit. Yeah, freaky as fuck. But I do enjoy seventies yeah, one. Yeah, oh, but I do enjoy it. But then I and then I just go. Nu- I mean, I read a lot of fantasy, and then I like really go nuts with um just fucking every like anything with a dragon and a sword in it during the <laughs> fall holy shit go put in a weird magic system too i am fucking in so um, you're a wizard but you can't use magic all the time awesome let's do it there's let's you have do it. really harsh rules of when it does and doesn't work yeah. and it never works when you need it to there's ever, always a ever you can entertain oh, the children but like guys there's like a monster nah no, the Jade Obelisk is in the wrong constellation. Oh, oh like fucking fuck. Jade Obelisk. Why yeah. is it always there? Right. Oh. Oh, speaking of obelisks, uh, just finished fifth season by N.K. Jemison. It was fucking great for any nice. of you, any of you uh, fantasy nerdies out there. All right, final question we have from a friend of the pod, Ooh. Gabe Kustik. Uh, Kustik is what we're saying. Um, he has Didn't a... Sticking with it, uh, Gabe actually has a podcast called Pop Culture Curiosities in which he shouted out uh, Fifi Fo Chums, and we love it. Yeah, G- and it Ginger Jufro, I believe. Ginger Jufro uh, is handle. his Instagram yeah. name, and I, I feel weird saying it myself. Um, that's why <laughs> I called him by his uh, his government name. Uh, <laughs> his government but Gabe, name. you are his slave you are, name. But definitely a big friend of the pod, Gabe. Uh, Everyone check out Pop Culture Curiosities. He has a very good question, which will be our last one of the evening. Uh, Would you rather compete? Mm. This is for you and me together, Paul. 
Okay. Would you rather compete on Amazing Race as partners or Survivor? Oh, so boy, first you're going to have to – so I'm a little more familiar with Survivor. Okay, Amazing Race is yeah, two people, yeah. um, and it's literally – there's obstacles and challenges quite literally all around the world. Um, where uh-huh. So they'll be, like, dropped off, like, all 50 of them will uh-huh. be dropped off in, say, Iceland with a random thing of clues. And okay. they have to go do a couple challenges and clues, but, like, they don't know where it is, and they have to figure out how to get... The whole thing is that they have to figure out how to get themselves places yeah. is the main thing. So they have to, like, figure out flights and everything, and they go and do the challenge, and then the clue will be like, guess what? You got to go to Botswana. And they're like, fuck, we got to get to Botswana. That's not a clue. That's a direction. Well, I mean, I mean, they'll figure out that the clue means Botswana. I don't fucking know. Oh, okay. And then, <laughs> okay. And then, but it's called the Amazing Race because, the re- like, Botswana will There's be, like, t- the next destination. The okay. last person to get to the destination is oh, out. Oh, they get cut from the And then the show. they do another okay. leg. And then... So it's a lot of fun. Cool. It's a lot of fun. I actually had a, my my friend Chris Marchant just did it. Uh, oh. I say just did it. <laughs> fucking, I think seven or eight years ago at this point. I have <laughs> no idea. Time is a construct. Time is a construct. It was yeah. yeah, but they they did it and they wow. got like halfway through him and his partner, um, mm-hmm. and then Survivor of course is Survivor. And so first off, I bring up a fallacy in the question. Oh, I'm a huge fan of Survivor. There can be only one Survivor. That is the whole. <laughs> That's yeah. the opening line. But people of serve, but people form alliances. People form alliances and so in in our world you and I formed a diehard alliance to face off against each other in the final somehow. Gotcha. Like we're we're, is we're what wide we'll until do. it's just you and I. Yeah. No, okay. I, I Cuz otherwise that. I'm just like they say in the beginning of every episode there can be <laughs> only one survival that directly from Highlander. Okay. Yeah. Oh um, yeah. You know what? Okay. I I think it would have to be Survivor because what I remember from Survivor is that you really started to root for people based on their personality. Oh yeah. And like if I miss a flight, mm-hmm. potentially we're we're off of amazing race. Totally. But with Survivor, I feel like it's a little more based on you as because yes. the location is already taken care of. You are here. You are in an as exact to, situation. Yes, as opposed Do you know to how you hard have to it is to world. travel as our. It side? is so hard to travel. Like, I already think of like yeah. there's things in Amazing Race that would be such an issue for us. Like there's time. Like there's a challenge where, um, you know, one of, like I've seen one. They're like one of the partners has to skydive. Paul and I both legally can't skydive. <laughs> We're yeah. both above the weight limit. So We're we fucked. would not we would lose that. La- yeah, like like yeah, it would be like sorry, you're disqualified. Like I did a You can't an, ride on this ride. They get in a lot of like little puddle jumper planes, like little Cessnas also yeah. in Amazing Race. We can't uh, fit on those. Are you can Laura me? Laura for well, our anniversary <laughs> got me an intro to flying class. It was like the teaser class before you like paid money to try to get your pilot's license. And Did you fit on that plane? Sort of. <laughs> fucking sort, sort of, of. But that's the thing i could Ooh. not fit in the back i could tell you that much sure there was, there was no chance i was sitting in the back seat no um but i sort of fit in the plane uh but we had to <laughs> we had to change planes paul because i was too heavy the <laughs> first plane we went to he's like <laughs> he's like we're doing pre-flight check and he's like how much do you weigh yeah and i'm like fucking and you see him like, doing the math and it's like 
and he does. Hey, hey Ross. And he's like, we're actually going to take a pause. <laughs> we literally, that's what happened. We literally had to change planes. Now put you and me have to get into this little plane. We're not we, fucking yeah. taking off. You know what this is? This is, uh, in, remember in Police Academy when Hightower has to take the driving test the next day, but he can't drive? And and he gets into the car and it's comically small. And, oh, yeah. uh, and Mahoney's like, well, we could just tear out the front seat. And then he does it. And he's driving oh, yeah. the car from the back seat. Ever since I, I was would, a kid, it's kind of like, yeah, I just yeah. need that if I were to ever drive. That's what I do when I do drive, just so you, you know. Like Paul, I don't, out. I don't tear the front seat out, but <laughs> I goes as far back as I can. Like even in my little truck right now, yeah. Um, I my back seat touch my, my the back of my driver's seat touches the rear seat. No yeah, one, no one behind can me. sit behind. Yeah, just like my when dog I drive. can sit behind me because my yeah. dog sits on the seat. On the seat. <laughs> like, I still I have never driven. I don't have a driver's license. I'm in the passenger seat. No one can sit behind me. We have our friend yeah. Monica who is just who is just a wisp, and she can sit behind me. Because I'm not slamming her knees into her into her torso. But that's yeah. always coming up with road trips was always the who can fit behind Zach. Like that yeah. was always a huge fucking thing. Or if so you hate yeah, that amazing person, race it's like, is you not our thing. Zach. No, I also be, uh, yeah. am an Eagle Scout. So my, my thing with Survivor oh, is okay. and and I and I used to teach Wilderness Survival Merit Badge. Oh in the wow. Boy Scouts. I know that's not like a Navy SEAL training or anything, but I. Oh, fucking... it's more than me. I, I'm trying to. The only thing I could pr- offer on Survivor, I my performance. Like I will yeah. win the hearts of people with my yeah. goofy, galumphing Sasquatchness and oh, yeah. brute strength. So if you ever oh, need yeah. me to like lift a tree, unless my back or knees or ankles or arms or hand or eyes give out, I'm your I'm your monster. Yeah. But that's why I, I like... think I think I would. I it's kind of a I would love. To be on Survivor, and I think we—I think as long as we stay charming and funny, and then conniving enough to be like, "All right, Paul, since we've already decided day one we're going to the end together, um, <laughs> who the fuck we vote now, and who I can we just viciously manipulate, just viciously throw under the, <laughs> the, the the read the bus, but also reads. just real. I'm so guys. Here's another thing about giants that they don't tell you: we are so good at manipulating people. Like yeah. it is a, it's a little giant secret as yeah. we manipulate people because no matter what we do, no matter how kind we are, there's that little bit of fear that we're going to yeah. eat or hurt you. So they kind of like, it's always it reminds there. me, it reminds me of a joke. And I think if we want to end on this, that's perfect. Where, where does a 500 pound gorilla eat? I think I know the punchline, but I want you to say it wherever he wants exactly oh yeah. and that's kind of the way so <laughs> that's kind of the way i am too it's like right i, I get yeah. indignant if people are just like you can't I, I'm, I'm like a big rule follower until the rule yeah. makes no sense to me and then yeah. i'm like yeah yeah no. or it's like if i were five eight yeah i'd be able did. to do this wouldn't i <laughs> yeah <laughs> sir you're gonna need to buy a second plane seat that Am never happened I? to me, but it came close. Me neither. Once. Oh, I'm I had just I'm terrified. Really complain, I, but it was one of those little regional flights. Who? Um, sure, a little bigger yeah. than a Cessna. <laughs> just a little bigger than a Cessna. But yeah, where's a 500 pound gorilla eat? Wherever the fuck he wants. Yeah. And we're gonna see you guys next week. It's yeah. more spooky season. We'll talk it's, about more yeah, spooky stuff spooky. in the future. And, and we'll find spooky. out who the fattest bear is. Yeah, I think next week we get to find out, or we'll at least find out who's in the final two. Yeah, God, I'm yeah, yeah, so yeah. fucking invested in this fat bear <laughs> contest. Um, follow us at Fee Five Chums on all the social medias. Uh, answer our Instagram stories, DM 
DM us, email us, do whatever you would like to get your questions in here, and we'll try to be better about answering them faster. We love you so much, and we yep. will see you next week. Okay, let's do the theme song. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Bum 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 We promise not to eat you. We only want to meet you. We promise not to kill you. We only want to thrill you. This is Zach. This is Paul. This podcast has it all. We are the Fee Five Ocean. Yeah.